Today's episode is brought to you by Taft Law and its Franchise Advance Program, a one-of-a-kind program developed by your host, Josh Brown, to help entrepreneurs assess, convert, and grow your business the right way through sound franchise structures. To learn more, go to taftlaw.com and type Franchise Advance Program in the search bar. If you think like, act like, or are trying to grow like a franchise, then the Franchise Euphoria podcast is for you. Hello and welcome everybody. Josh Brown here. And I created this podcast for one main goal, to help people who are trying to grow their business through franchising or franchise-like structures to do it the right way. I've been practicing law now as a franchise lawyer for many, many years, and I've seen it done the right way and the wrong way. And this podcast is not filled with a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo. Rather, I talk with real people, people who have been there, have done it, are doing it right now. And I also dive deep into specific topics related to franchising. So if this is of interest to you, you are at the right place. Enjoy. So, Seek, you were talking about, you know, how you guys started off and, and you were thrilled with a $200 day and then it kind of grew and grew and grew. And the idea being that you're going to serve great food, but even but exceed people's expectations with great service. Did you then open a second location or did you guys franchise with just this one location? No. So we um, two years later, we ended up opening up a store down the road. Um, about five miles down the road and it was right in the, in the same town as the university that I was telling you about. And then from there, um, we realized, you know, we got something special here. So then we grew up, we grew on the mainland. So me and my brother moved out to Utah. We opened up a truck for a minute to kind of test the market a little bit. And then we realized right in the heart of Utah would be a good spot. And so we opened up one right there in Utah Valley, and then one about twenty minutes down the road in Saratoga Springs. Oh wow! Okay, so you had a, you had about four going as a family. Yeah, so it actually we had a little bit more than that. So from there, we ended up growing more on the North Shore. We opened up a location on Sharks Cove, and then one in Haleiwa, and then and then from there we franchised. So we opened up six family stores prior to franchising. Tell me, talk about the franchise process that you went through. Because, you yeah. know, the people who listen to, to this are thinking through that or either have just done it, thinking about doing it, are part of a franchise system already. So talk about that process that you went through. Yeah, definitely. You know, the franchising piece of it was definitely something that we were um, – that we had our fears just around the concept of losing the integrity of the brand and losing the the specialness of a family-run business. And so – we called several people from different um, franchise uh, concepts, from food to um, smoothies, and we just wanted to really understand all of the do's and don'ts, you know, and some of the pitfalls that some of these other people have fallen into. And so that was really helpful to kind of give us a full perspective of what to expect as far as cost and some of the some of the big fears around franchising, you know, as far as, you know, having the wrong franchisee come on board. And so from there, we um, we then launched the concept of franchising. You know, we, we got a really good um, got a good 
franchise attorney who helped us with our FDD. And that process was really cool, very engaging. And, and, um, and then from there, we, you know, we, um, we then launched out to everyone like, Hey, you know, we're franchising now. And the reception was amazing. And now our biggest thing is just making sure that we understand the process and vetting the right people and bringing the right families on board that share our values, our principles, our standards, and are wanting to grow the way we want to grow, you know? Um, and we're with seven brothers and because it is very special and very, very family centered and Christ centered, you know, we are, our goal is to kind of center everything around our, around families in Christ. We want to make sure the people that come on board have those same kind of beliefs and truths and, and kind of have our, share our same mission, which is our mission is your happiness always, you know, just wanting to share that good word of, of love and aloha and happiness. And so, um, but yeah. So how many locations do you guys have right now? So we just opened our first franchise two months ago in Queen Creek, Arizona. We have a total of, um, currently we have a total of 11 sold, two more that should be open this year, and then a couple more in the pipeline. And so right now we're still, we're still aggressively selling and super excited to sell and super excited to bring more and more people on board. Um, at the same time, we have a pretty aggressive schedule to open up stores and uh, and make sure that we uphold that integrity that we're you know so desperately wanting to you know stay intact as we grow. How are you attracting people? What do you do? Is it through social media? Is it through more traditional marketing? You know, it's interesting. We've we've did a little bit of social media from the get go. And then from there, we, we put out, you know, some, some little signs in each of the stores. And that's where we've gotten all of our leads is through signage in the stores and through a little bit of social media. But yeah, we haven't really done much of traditional marketing um, or brought any marketing group on to kind of help us spread the word. It's been very organic and very real. And what's, what's, what's so cool about that is you get a very organic and real lead um, that has really like, you know, it has amazing experience and amazing potential and, and, you know, share our same who are honestly, the people that we've spoken with are our fans, number one, just massive fans of the brand. And so that's been really, really cool to kind of process and, and bring them on. Well, I love, I love the website. It's at seven brothers, com. but not to be deceived, right? You've got, you've got burgers, but you've got some good seafood options. Yes. As yes. well, I, I t- talk about this panny. Is it paniola? Paniola? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, the paniola. Um, yeah, I see that. And and so paniola, the what you've got a paniola burger, but then you've got those fries, um, paniola fries, which are grilled pineapple, bacon, caramelized caramelized onions, melted cheese, barbecue sauce topped with homemade onion rings. I mean, it sounds absolutely horrible for you, but it sounds delicious. (laughs) It's a heart attack for sure, but it's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, the Paniolo's burger is probably our most popular burger. And, um, and for good reason, we home make all of our onion rings, which it just baffles people because the process is absolutely tedious. Um, but yeah, the whole, the onion rings are homemade. We have a grilled pineapple on there with bacon, barbecue sauce, and then our house sauce that we serve with almost every burger. And we serve with our fries. The fries, we have our own little special spin on the seasoning of it. You know, it's got a little bit more of a pepper, pepper salt to it. Um, and then we cut them in little half moon shaped, um, 
shapes. They're not your traditional long cut steak fries. And uh, kind yeah, of a that's funny, what they look like on the website. Yeah. Kind of a funny story with that. We used to serve, you know, long steak fries. And we had one of our buddies working for us back in the day, right when we first opened. And he had cut like six potato buckets wrong. And he cut them in these little half moon shaped, which they were like, they're like thick chips almost. And so we're like, well, dang, man, we can't waste these. So let's just fry them up. And so we fried them up and they ended up just being absolutely amazing. And the customers were blown away. Like, dude, this is mental. This is like the best fry ever. And so we, we kind of just ran with it and it kind of stuck. <laughs> well, tell, talk about the lemon rings too, without giving away any of your proprietary stuff. Just what, so what's the deal with you guys making these homemade homemade batter and everything for those onion rings yeah so the onion ring has been it's been a tricky one because it's such a battle whether or not we should just have it you know done in bulk by a massive you know food distribution company like cisco like cisco delivers frozen onion rings you know i could easily do it but yeah i mean we batter it in a special batter we have a panko um based batter that we that we then dry batter it and then um and then, yeah, we just fry it up. We put a little, little, a couple of things in the batter to kind of give it a little bit of zest and a little bit of zing in it. But, um, but yeah, the onion rings are well, actually. Why can't Cisco take that and do it? Why, why won't they just take your proprietary recipe and, 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 and make it? So we actually have worked with them a little bit on trying to get there. We're not quite there yet as far as the price point that we'd like. Um, but yeah, as of right now, it's still cheaper to do it in house. And if we can eventually get to that point, we are trying to move to that conversation and kind of get that done. But they just haven't come up with um, the right price point for us as far as getting that done. And just to make sure people are aware, you guys do have some some healthier options with a Polynesian salad and a coconut macadamia nut shrimp salad, which I think you said earlier on people love. Um, so I love the I like the menu. The reason I'm kind of going over it is like so often there's there's a million burger places out there, and so you've got to kind of have a way to differentiate yourself. And of course, you can do that by service, you can do that by look and design, but you can also do that by your menu, right? And having and this is a, this has got some uniqueness to it. No, definitely. Like we've taken like an insane amount of obsession time to make sure the food is on point. My dad. Like when we were kind of in the early in between days. surfing, what's that? In between surfing, yeah, in between surfing, <laughs> exactly. No, my dad in the early days, um, he he had such an obsession over the food and making sure that it was fresh, that we didn't cut any corners, and that it came out the exact same every single time. And so he, he there's a saying that we like to say amongst the employees that dad always says, if it's not perfect, it's not worth it, throw it out. And so. Um, but so that's kind of like it's 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 obviously kind of stuck with us and it's something we push out amongst all the stores is the food absolutely has to be on point and it has to be dad approved it has to be stamped by dad and so um but yeah i feel like the food has been it's been a blessing to be honest and um and a lot of the times my dad will say a lot of the ingredients and a lot of the recipes came from God himself. And that's why it's so good. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing because we never, none of us really have a food background. My dad's someone in the someone culture, you know, the men cook. Right. And so, um, he always had, you know, a little bit of specialty in the kitchen, but nothing to the point where you'd be like, Hey, let's go open up a restaurant. And so it's been, it's been a really unique process and us as brothers too. We've also collaborated and kind of expanded on the menu. 
But uh, but yeah, definitely the the menu. You guys are all still involved. All the brothers are still involved. All you and all your brothers are still all involved. Yeah, so all of us are involved. Um, We have one brother that's more part time than full time. But yeah, the rest of us are one hundred percent full time in the business. And then I presume this mom's banana bread is from your mom. Yes. Yeah. So my mom's banana bread was a, it's a family classic. She made it for everything, birthdays, parties, neighbors. And so that's been, um, that has been a family classic since the beginning and people absolutely love it. And the spin that she puts on it is she puts a little bit of white vanilla frosting. Like it's almost like glaze instead of an actual frosting. And then she puts chocolate chips and coconut in it, which is just nuts. Oh my God. Send me one now. See, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't try this thing. Um, now, see, you know, I'm joking aside. No, that's really cool. I, like I said, I, I love, you know, there's a million burger places out there and, and I do love this. Uh, the menu is just so different and unique and, and brings in that, the, the flair from your family, which is awesome. Um, so is the Arizona location up and going? Yeah, so Queen Creek's up and going. They've been up and going for about two months. The reception has been amazing, just extremely overwhelming. People are loving it. Um, what was cool about that spot is we had a truck in Queen Creek, that a specific area, right before we moved out to the mainland to test the market. And so since, we, since we've opened this one two months ago, we had so many old customers like, dude, I remember you guys were out here seven, eight years ago with the truck. It was like, dang, man. So it's been, it's been absolutely amazing. The people have been awesome. Queen Creek, Arizona is phenomenal. The people are so sweet. Um, but yeah, it's been cool. We've been, we've been really, really happy with the results. So what's your goal here? So you can our last few minutes here. I mean, obviously you're off to a good start here. Um, you're looking to grow, I, I presume, uh, probably throughout the United States. Or you're going to stay on the Western side. Yeah, we'd like to go throughout the United States. Our goal right now is to grow within Arizona, Utah, Idaho, and Vegas. And so that's where we have kind of our ship pointed towards right now. As soon as those grow, I mean, we don't really have any um, – we don't have any idea as of right now of stopping. You know, we want to go until we can't go no more. And so um, – and with that, I mean, our mission kind of keeps us center-focused. You know, your happiness always – we want to make sure we always bring it back to the people. So as long as we can open up stores and people are still stoked and happy as we open them and our food is still coming out exactly how dad wants it, um, we'll continue to grow, you know, and we're, an ex- we're excited to do so and, and, and feel extremely fortunate and blessed and super grateful that we have this opportunity to do so. A really cool concept. And if you want to learn more about it, go to Seven Brothers Burgers dot com seven brothers burgers dot com really great story steve now i got one final question and it's, and it's it's a really important one if i come into your shop what should i be ordering what, what's the what's your favorite thing on that menu so my favorite thing is the paniolo cowboy dipped in teriyaki sauce um with the home fries it's absolutely amazing with the paniolo cowboy what's that one so that's the one I was telling you about. It's a it's a paniolo means cowboy in Hawaiian. Um, oh, got it, got it, got it. So that's the paniolo. That's got the grilled pineapple, bacon, yep, melted American cheese, but the, uh, house the, sauce, and barbecue. The special little twist that not a lot of people know about is you dip it in teriyaki sauce. It's incredible. 
Oh, man. Well, listen, this has been a lot of fun. It sounds amazing. Um, I really look forward to trying it at some point, and I really love the story. And like I said, it sounds like you guys are you got a really clear vision for how you want it to grow and what you want to do with it. And it sounds like, um, it sounds like you're not going to lack from the opportunity. Probably the hardest part is going to be, you know, deciphering and making sure you're staying really clear on who, who the best franchisees are, you know, for your system. So, um, good luck with all of that. I look forward. I'll probably check back in here the next year or so and see how things are going, but, uh, good luck through all of that. And uh, really great talking with you. Hey, you too, Josh, dude. Thanks so much. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Franchise Euphoria. If you enjoyed it, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. It really helps to get this show out to more and more people. Also, if you have any questions, have ideas for guests or topics, please email me, josh at IndieFranchiseLaw.com. That's josh at Indie, I-N-D-Y, FranchiseLaw.com. And finally, please note that this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes and is not in any way, shape, or form meant to be any kind of legal advice. If you're seeking legal advice, please contact a lawyer. Have a great one. Happy franchising.